so who who are we who it's a question we're all asking ourselves <laughs> this week i'm bill i think <laughs> i'm kemper and I, I believe I'm, I'm pretty sure legally and that is the only way in which we are married we are married yes for maybe like 50 plus days yeah we've been at it for a while now the old 5-0 have you learned anything new about me in the time that we've been married i have been finally reminded enough of why you don't like arby's and that is that when you were in elementary school you had to eat arby's once a week yeah because they donated sandwiches to our school it was horrible first off strange thing to donate I don't know, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, sure, we'll take your yeah. your free, like, scary meat. Yeah. No, I think I have maybe never told you why I personally love Arby's. I, I, don't, I don't know whether I want to hear it because I feel like it'll make me sick. Well, there are two possible reasons. One, my mother has told me that when she was pregnant that they had the... She ate a lot of Arby's? She, yeah, because they had the five for five roast beef special and that was specifically what she had like weird pregnant cravings for was the five for five ew so she eat five roast beef sandwiches i think and think in some cases yeah your mom is so tiny i know how but did she fit that much sandwich just for me little arby's boy <laughs> that's what i needed so where we grew up or where i grew up i did not have an Arby's within like an hour's driving distance. So, so I never this really was like eating at the Russian tea room for you. Yeah, basically. Well, I, as a kid, I never really ate at Arby's, but or the Russian tea, room. or the Russian, definitely not there. Or go into the Russian tea room with like a bag from Arby's. <laughs> did your parents? Did you ever do that? Like, I used to go to this Chinese restaurant with my parents and my grandparents, and I was under the impression that I did not like Chinese food, and so I would take a McDonald's bag in there. And it always felt really bad, but I was like seven, so I was like, it's No, my cool, parents right? would never have allowed me to do that. Okay. Fair enough. My parents are weird about taking any outside food or drink into any establishment. Like, to this day, if we go to a movie, my I'll be like, hey, let's stop and get some candy or a soda, and I'll hide it in my big purse. And just recently, my mom has stopped... Feeling like that is a weird thing to do. Okay. Like we're scamming the movie theater. Unlike me and my mom, whose whole life together has been about how much much can can we we take into the theater or like... What meal can we fit? Basically, we have taken probably like hundreds of dollars worth of food into movies over our life together. So the end of the Arby's story is that... Oh, gross. I thought we were going to get away from that. Is that when I had my wisdom teeth out, Mm. I... um, had a lot of trouble eating solid food. Here's the good thing about Arby's. It occupies that space between solid and, like, liquid food. It's, yeah, yeah, gross. Yeah, I, yeah. This is really making me ill. Yeah. You ready so, to answer some questions? Um, so I just want to finish. So I, I had my wisdom teeth out, and basically all I could eat for, like, a week was Arby's. And I don't know. Ever since then... It just reminds me of this. Of like, the happy time of having teeth yanked out of your mouth. It was it was like the one pleasure that I got because everything else was so painful during the day, and it was just this hot, salty, like meat pocket that I was actually capable of chewing. 
when I couldn't even eat like saltines. Well, so Bill, there's a story that I don't know whether I've ever told you. Okay. That's attached to my hatred of Arby's. Okay. Apart from having to eat it every week at Catholic school. Right. Um, I had a teacher in high school who, uh, had this really old dog and this dog had a big tumor on her leg. And one day he came home and there was like just blood all over the house and she had chewed the tumor off of her leg. And he said that the inside of it looked like Arby's meat. (laughs) That's, that's probably what it is. is some good old dog tumor meat. So since then, can't do it. Yeah. Love me some dog tumors. This episode brought to you by Arby's Dog Tumors Meats. God, disgusting. Okay, so we got questions from the internet. Um, If you want to submit a question, how can they get in touch with us, Bill? They can go to monologamous.tumblr.com. They can submit a question there on our forum or send us an email if they don't mind uh, using their name. We're at monologamous at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us. We're at monologamous. We did have a tweet... Uh, recently from a uh, friend of the show, Kevin. Um, did you see that tweet? I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. It was pretty good. He was he was saying that he was surprised that you were the messy one of the bunch <laughs> because your photographs are always so composed on Instagram. That's what he said. That's <laughs> because I compose them to not look messy. You take all the mess, shove it out of the way, it's and put one thing there for the photograph. So true. So Kevin will... Behind-the-scenes action for you there. Yeah, how, right. how Kemper takes her photos. You have seen through my messiness. <laughs> All right, so first question is, uh, I am going to propose to my girlfriend, I suppose, because it's a 28-year-old female, of eight years in a cold, dark place. Have some questions. Have some questions. I bet she's going to have some questions about that. So, here's the thing. When I read this, I thought, are they going to go in a well? Like, (laughs) here, I'm going to take you down to this old well. Maybe they're going caving. Have you ever been caving? You, uh... No. Yeah. No. Do you know me at all? Yeah, I think that would terrify you. I really like caving, actually. I can barely go in a closet. (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah. I could see you preparing for going deep into a closet the same way that a normal person would prepare for caving, like big boots and like lots of carabiners. Overall, carabiners, a head headlamp, headlamp with a hard hat. So I did look into this question a little more. Okay. Apparently, the guy is proposing to the girl on Mount Fuji in Japan, and it's apparently very foggy. Okay. And he's worried. About, I don't know what he's. Well, I don't know what exactly he's worried about because there were no other questions. Uh-huh. I think this was that was a mistype. Okay. But what what kind of questions would you have if you were heading into proposing to someone on a mountain? Oops! I dropped the ring. It fell off this mountain. <laughs> That's definitely number one concern. Two haunted mountain spirit thinks yeah. you are proposing to it and then you're you, married it's like corpse bride yeah corpse bride in a total ghost marriage situation that sounds real bad and plus she's that yeah. sounds like a really good movie we should we should uh we should start that and just call it total ghost marriage <laughs> extreme ghost marriage extreme, extreme ghost marriage 
Yeah. Help, what, what? Hope I married a ghost Kyoto lady. I I just don't know what else you could really have a problem with at this point. I am I am going to propose to my girlfriend of eight years in a cold, dark place. Why that question alone, it just sounds like he's gonna take her in <laughs> to a meat like, locker. Yeah, 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 and do the meat locker. Turn off the lights. And right. It's like that episode of um what is it? Eleven blah 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 sixty three? Um Oh, I thought you were going to be talking about the Magician's Meat Locker episode where they get locked in. Wow, oh, we've watched a lot of Meat Locker TV recently. Yeah, that's what meat I'm, locker into. TV. I'm into. Meat Locker TV! Hey, this is Meat Locker TV! <laughs> I'm into this very specific meat. meat Locker subgenre. Uh, it's just like they show Rocky 1. Uh, <laughs> I don't watch TV unless it's got a Meat Locker in it. <laughs> you got meat hanging around, I'll watch it. I don't know who this person is. I, I would like to. Yeah, so getting proposed to in a meat locker, not exactly. Not, but I mean, if Mount Fuji, it's all about how nice. you. It's all about how you frame it. Like maybe he's never been to this place before, and it's gonna be. Like I was a, a cold slab of meat before I met you, <laughs> and then now I'm a prime rib. You've made a mountain out of me. I don't understand. It sounds very. I would love to get engaged on a mountain. Why? I don't know. He's concerned about this. A cold, dark place. Well, oh, don't but do I'm it in at, this mountain. Don't do it at night. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if go, you're worried about dropping a ring or something. Here's what I recommend. Do like the full, uh, you know, 10,000 feet straight up to the top. The snow-capped peaks of Mount Fuji. It'll be right up there. Yeah. You'll also be like super dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if you get too nervous and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. And just, then just once again... Out. Mount Fuji Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride. <laughs> no matter what. And then, maybe... you, and then you have to live in Kyoto forever. It's in or Tokyo. Tokyo. What? Yeah. You said Kyoto first. I was because her spirit wandered there over the ages. Oh, you're so full of crap. Okay. Question number due. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you almost made it. <laughs> Uh, me, 29-year-old female with my significant other, 29-year-old male of six years. He keeps making fancy food. How do I tactfully stop him? Fancy is in quotes. <laughs> what is fancy food? I... Unless he's just turning out a can of fancy feast. Oh. Cat food yeah. on the plate every night. Uh... I would really want to stop him. And I would say screw tact just be like quit feed me cat food the little white persian or whatever he is in the fancy piece commercials always seems so excited to eat that really slowly though it's like oh i love it i'm just gonna hork this back fancy feast well you know cats don't actually use their like little tiny front teeth yeah that's just for grabbing and then they kind of just toss the food back and yeah. then they're just like wow yeah i've watched our cats eat it's real weird <laughs> I miss the times when Luna, one of our cats, would place her paw into the bowl. Oh, yeah. Slowly, slowly scoop one piece of food out, wait for it to land on the ground, look at it. And then eat and it. And then eat it. And then repeat the... It would take like 30 minutes to finish a whole bowl of food. I have no idea why she wanted to do that. Well, I wish she would, I wish she would do that instead of throwing up. That would be helpful. So, okay... Um, he keeps making fancy food. Fancy food. So my first inclination, and uh, this is a good, probably a good time to talk about the fact that in our relationship, I do 
Yes. 99% of the cooking. Yes. Sans cakes. Yes. I'm not allowed to make cakes because no. they come out like flat little... They look sad. They like depression cakes. Yeah, little lard frisbees. Yeah, lard frisbees. That's uh, and no one wants that for your birthday. Happy yeah. birthday! Here's your <laughs> here's your hockey puck. Go deep, go deep on <laughs> heat on the deep route with this lard frisbee. Man, it's got some good weight. Over 180 grams. Ultimate. Did you ever play Ultimate? No. Please, can we get through an episode without talking about like some kind of weird college? <laughs> this was high school for me, but okay. Gross. Yeah, we won't talk about Ultimate Frisbee and my deep cuts. Um, I'm drinking iced coffee, sorry. What I'm imagining when she says fancy food offhand is that he is bringing her just tapas for hours. And that each tapa has like a schmear across the plate and then like one shrimp and then a olive resting on top of that yeah and then a you gotta have the schmear a drizzle oh right dots of balsamic around the plate in a sort of haphazard fashion or yeah like, like like an abstract expressionist mm-hmm. painting or like spelling out her name or it's a you know it's a single scallop with like four green onions stacked and architecturally like on top in a teepee fashion yeah so He's he's bringing her this artistic arrangement of food every night, and she's like, oh my god, where's my mac and cheese? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, for a long time, Bill would cook things that I would say were needlessly complicated during the week, or on a night when we had something to do. And... My answer to that was not to say, don't, don't make it because it was delicious, but to say, Hey, maybe when we are going out with friends, maybe don't make the pasta by hand, which the pasta by hand though, guys, oh, it's, it's so, good. so good, but man, does it add some, it takes forever. add some serious time to your box of dry pasta that takes <laughs> nine minutes to cook. So I would say assess the situation. Is he the type of person who can only eat fancy stuff? See, see, I think this yeah. depends on your definition of fancy. Yeah. What is it, fancy? Does she mean that he is heating hot pockets and then cutting them into quarters and just sort of arranging them so they have some height on the plate? See, that would still not be fancy. That's just hot pocket Jenga. <laughs> I think... I think, I think this person just has very highbrow tastes. Perhaps. And she wants McDonald's every now and then. Yeah. And feels bad about it. Well, as someone who wants Arby's now and then, I understand that. But I know I know we both want some. We are not, yeah, we, I know we are we not both, these people, though. I know we both want some crappy yeah. Chinese food sometimes. Just yeah, because, yeah, whenever I get depressed, I want a milkshake. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to have that stuff. And I agree that you cannot eat fancy food all the time. Here's what I would suggest for her to do to maybe ask him to reconsider this. I feel like she should spend some time reading uh, some really serious food review blogs. Um, there's a very biting... Huh? Uh, I can't tell whether you're serious about this. No, one. I am. Let me continue. There's a very biting huh? uh, review every you week twice, in yeah. the New Yorker of a restaurant in New York. Yeah. And they're very... What does this have to do with them? So, 
I think she needs to like get the tone of an extremely wry, like sort of cynical restaurant reviewer. And then write a review. And then every time, yeah, every time he gives her something that's ornately arranged with a dollop of like uni broth. A little too piquant for my taste. Yeah. Um, you know, talk about the arrangement of the plate to him for like five minutes before you even start. Um, and then also, like, just the weird kind of vibe you got from the chef. Can and... we talk about food food reviewers for a second? Sure. So when I was maybe eight or nine, I thought all food reviewers, restaurant critics, were, like, uh, Julia Roberts in My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> Is and... that her profession in that movie? Yes! You only know about it for, like, the first two minutes. And then it's irrelevant. Yeah, okay. and then it's completely irrelevant. <laughs> it's just to set up, like, oh, she's got a job. She's a lady with a job who eats <laughs> and wears boring pants okay. with, like, crop tops. Yeah. And has a gay best friend. Um, Yeah, so I thought it was... I thought it was just like that, and the chef is kind of hovering over while she's tasting something, and mm-hmm. she goes... I'm going to write it up as inventive or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's the easiest job ever. I want that job. I want to go eat and then, I don't know. But I I imagine it's a lot more technical Yeah. after a while. I did read an article at one point that just said, if you want to get excellent service in restaurants, go by yourself at sort of weird times. Yes, because that's what everyone wants to do. Okay, just see me through. See... Let me let me see you through on this one. Take a notebook and just like with every yeah. dish that comes out, write something down every once in a while, and you know, yeah, they they might automatically assume that you're a restaurant reviewer, and it's not it, that's not worth it to me. I don't no. want to eat at a restaurant. I have I have never I've never been the type of person who wants to eat at a restaurant by myself ever. Yeah. Like coffee <laughs> coffee shop. Fine. I'm mm-hmm. totally cool with a coffee shop. But, oh my gosh, we're so far away from this question. How does this person... <laughs> I already said she needs to give him serious, scathing critiques every week. And then when he makes something simple that she wants, be like, you know, this hits like a wholesome note for me. It reminds me of my childhood. And I was just going to say she should break up with him. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just order it, order in more. Well, okay, so clearly, clearly they have different priorities here. She's a meat and potatoes gal, and he's a mescaline greens and... And foie gras. Foie gras kind of, gras kind of guy. Oh, that sounds so good. I think both sound good. You just mm. put both together? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, in like a tower. Okay, all right, there's a different angle. Maybe she just needs to get a little more involved in the cooking, you know? Because she's going to have some more autonomy and control at that level. To be like... Mm. But what if she's like me and she has knitting to do? <laughs> well, <laughs> then you just have to keep eating the fancy food, don't you? <laughs> it's one or the other. Get in the kitchen and help him. Get in the kitchen, woman! I knew. I and wondered help, how long this was going to happen. And help your man who's cooking. Not God, get in the kitchen a man, by yourself. A man cooking. Not get in the kitchen by Whoa. yourself and make a pie. That's not what I said. Oh, but you just did. Question number three. Should I get my boyfriend of three years who hates expensive gifts an expensive gift? No. <laughs> I, okay, so I read this. I read this question and I thought, 
What the frig? <laughs> why? Okay, so again, this goes under the category of why you on the internet doing this? Because you're answering your own damn question. Yeah. Well, what if it is something that he really, really wants but would never buy for himself? He says he hates expensive gifts. But I think, what if he hates expensive gifts that are things he doesn't want? I think if it's something that she knows he truly, truly wants... Like, my boyfriend really wants an Oculus Rift this Christmas, and it's 600 stupid dollars. So, okay, here's the thing. It's still an expensive gift. Mm-hmm. Maybe the point is maybe the point is that he doesn't like expensive gifts, not expensive things. So, I think this should be like an Operation Dumbo Drop situation, okay. where you like... Buy the Oculus Rift, you rent a helicopter, and you just kind of <laughs> you just kind of drop it in the front yard. Okay. And then and then it's like, oh, I didn't give you that. It just fell from the sky, <laughs> like a Jesus gift. It was an errant Amazon drone who just like, malfunctioned. Yeah, Oculus Rift time. Oh, I didn't give that to you. No way. I feel like he's going to see through that. Um, well, he's clearly a dummy because maybe, who doesn't like an expensive gift? Maybe double down and just buy him something so extravagant that he can't turn it down. Like uh, those Lexus commercials with the big bow in the car, which I never understood. Like, how are you going to get an entire car into the driveway and put a bow on it and keep your wife or husband or significant other from seeing it? And it's like, guess what, honey? I also bought you a car. When my parents gave me a car for Christmas one year, they hid, they put the um, the keys on the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and then they parked the car in the neighbor's in the neighbor's driveway. Okay, well, I guess that's how you do it then. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, because I didn't look in the neighbor's driveway. I was like, oh, what was that? You know, like weird pink gray car. <laughs> yeah, my first car had this like terrible pinky gray sheen to it it was it was pewter but it was Ooh. basically like barf pink pewter <laughs> Pee-uter. <laughs> so uh, all right so i i dated someone who liked to give expensive gifts this is the opposite situation but i think maybe it applies so he really liked to give expensive gifts and i constantly felt like i couldn't turn it down and I think maybe if that's the case, I think there might be something else to it. Like, that he yeah. feels like he owes you something then, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, if you set it up like, hey, let's buy something together. Yeah, and if you've been dating for three years, you can you can make that pitch. Yeah, of course you can. Of like, hey, let's, let's go in on this. Like, let's go in on something, yeah. Let's know, go in on a trip. I think we really want this right. thing. Or... If that even doesn't work, you can just be like, man, I, I really want an Xbox One. Want to go with me to get one? And Which is what we did when yeah, we bought yeah. a PlayStation. We talked about it and both really wanted it. And we have also talked about the fact that that's why it's hard for us to give each other gifts. Yeah. Because we talk about stuff we want and both individually buy things that we yeah. individually want. Yeah. Because we're adults. But... You know, I think when you're not, some people just are not the gift buying types. That's true. Or too. the the very good gift receiver. 
you know? I think some people are upset no matter what gift it is. Yeah, right. I would say that either you have a situation on your hands where this guy just doesn't like gifts and he's a curmudgeon, in which case don't buy him anything. Yeah. Or he has been in an odd situation before where he had, where he felt beholden to someone because they bought him some kind of crazy gift. Yeah. I would say that you, my, my lovely husband, are kind of an odd person to give gifts to because I don't ever know your reaction. Mm-hmm. I have to really prod at you to get a reaction out of you. You do. And so that's why I really like going in on things with you because I know it's something you want. Right. Because you mentioned it. And then we decided together, like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that's actually something we want. Yeah. For me, that's how I... Like the trip we're going to take soon. Yeah. That's generally how I think I decide I want things. So if if he follows that same kind of lifestyle, just, you know, don't don't buy him a big gift. Buy him, like, a, you know, coupon for one free snuggle and... What would you, what would your opinion be? Like, seriously, I know, I'm just, I'm curious. If I, if, if for your birthday, Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know what that was. Oh, if, if for your birthday, you opened up a present for me and it was like a coupon book for snuggles, Uh what would your feeling be about that? I would have felt good about that, um, personally, because... I would rather get that than, like, the, you know, gold bracelet that I don't know what to do with from Mr. T's House of Crap. Mr. I pity the fool who I wears, pity the fool who wears my the... jewelry. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't ever want you to get me that. And Why would I? You wouldn't. You know my taste. You wouldn't. Um, and it's... I'm going to knit you one. Yeah. You know, one thing that... I have never done with anyone except my parents since we've been together is to actually create lists for each other of potential gifts. We did um, that. Yeah, exactly. I've never done that with another partner though. Oh, oh, oh. And yeah, we did that on Amazon. And on a secret, 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 a secret Pinterest a, page. Yes, a secret Pinterest board. And that was super handy. I put some stuff on there, and I put one thing on there that was really expensive, and I did not expect you to buy it. And you did. Oh, man, but I got it on sale. And you got it on sale, and I still use it and, yeah. you know, love it. And like I think that, that's what we should do from there, here on out. Maybe and, you can do that, person. Yeah, maybe, you know, if, it, if it's Christmas or birthday coming up, you know, ask him to, you know, put together a list of things that he really has kind of had his eye on recently and then if you get like one out of 10 things that you were really hoping to get you're gonna be so excited it's not gonna matter how much it cost what it was yeah you know you're like yes i finally have this thing that i was going to buy for myself yeah eventually exactly but now i have it right now right and it's also something that you chose. And if you're anything like I was with my list, when we made lists for each other, I forgot half the stuff that I put on there anyway. Yeah. And so when I got stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. All right. Yeah. yeah. You know me so well. Oh, wait, I'll put that on there. <laughs> you need to accommodate each other with gift giving, I think. Don't be too precious about it. It doesn't have to be a big secret. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Every gift does not have to be a demonstration of how 
well you know the other person and that you got them the perfect thing that they didn't even know they wanted. Because if they didn't know they wanted it, they probably don't want it. Every now and then when we're making a really dumb Amazon Prime order, like, oh, laundry sheets and, you know, whatever, Bill sticks in something for me and, or I'll buy something for him or whatever. And it's like, you know, just treat each other in a small way. Don't, you don't have to go crazy. If you're, if these three, if these two people are living with each other, which boyfriend of three years, you might not be living with each other yet. But like, if you are, I know that it gets even harder to buy people gifts once you live with each other. Definitely. But, you know, (laughs) going on a trip together, doing like a weekend thing. I mean, those are things that you can chip into and you don't have to pay for to get, you don't have to pay for separately. Yeah. All right. So let's do one last question. Um, because this is a, again, a non-romantic okay. relationship question. I'd like to, to tackle these two from But our... this is, it, it made me think really hard about what would drive me to post about this. Okay. Me and an acquaintance are carpooling. He's making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> That's all that they said. <laughs> so it made me think. What would make me super uncomfortable <laughs> if someone that I was an acquaintance with was carpooling with me, if they, what, what they would have to do. Um, driving topless? Yeah, I mean, aside from the things that could get you arrested. <laughs> well, if you're a guy, you can drive topless. Oh, that's true. I've done it, in fact. It's not comfortable to have that seatbelt come down. Why did you do that? Yeah, like the beach or whatever you got. Like the beach, yeah. You know, the beach, brah? You guys gotta get from one surf spot to another real fast. You know, I've never... Sorry, surfers of the world. Never been surfing and messed up boogie boarding a lot. So, okay, yeah, shirtless. Boogie boarding. Uh, (laughs) Maybe like didgeridoo music. <laughs> Wait, so like you're driving and your acquaintance is playing didgeridoo in the car? Or like, ref- you know, brings a CD to listen oh. to and it's like, dude, it's great. It's great CD. And then it's all didgeridoo. <laughs> Maybe he. Didgeridoo don't. Maybe he's so fat that he physically like flows over the passenger seat and into the driver i like how in this instance this person is this this obese person is also like water and and, and just kind of encompasses things it's like a baymax it's like having baymax yeah if if i was riding with baymax that would be a little uncomfortable oh it'd be so cute though to shove baymax in your car but he would you know he'd be rubbing up against him he'd be all squeaky and he would like like distract you while you're driving by pointing out people who okay so if your acquaintance is baymax i can understand So in the, the question asker, um, I wanted to have us think about it first before revealing genders and ages, but the question asker is a 28 year old female Okay. and the acquaintance is a 50 something male. Oh, well then it's much more obvious what this is about than what Why, we're speculating what on. He's being like a total creepy McCreeperson creep town being <laughs> like, oh, you know, some good driving there. I'd like to see that left turn again. You know what I mean? He's just, he's hitting on her. You would make a really bad, creepy person. Yeah, he's hitting on her. Because you're not creepy. I I could work on it. 
He is hitting on her, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's totally hitting on her. And that's what she means. I like the idea of having Baymax riding in your car better (laughs) than the reality of this question. And hitting on you. Hello. Your (laughs) hair looks lovely today. That's my Baymax. That's really not good. Okay, can you... What's your Baymax? I've seen the movie once. I don't have a Baymax. Your Baymax, go. I'm your... Health personal assistant. Hello, your bangs look hot today. I don't. I don't. Okay. I have, all right. I have no idea. All right. We don't have a Baymax impression. No we'll, Baymax impression. We'll come back week. to that one. Maybe cut that out. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So if you're acquaintance and you're carpooling, then that means you. I, I assume you question asker own the car. You have the power to not be riding with him. You also, as the car ridey, rider, ridey, rider. Driver. No, the riding person. Ridey. You have, you have the power to find another ride. Like, a bus would be better than being hit on and being skeeved out. Just tell him you don't want him to ride in your car. Yeah. Or find an alternate way of getting there. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's easier said than done, sure. You could put him through his paces and be like, Sup, hey, listen, I don't want you to touch my thigh anymore. I don't know. I've never had to deal with this situation. Like, it seems incredibly awkward. What seems awkward about it is from my understanding of being uncomfortably hit on is that it's usually a situation you can leave and never encounter that person again. Right? No. Like, okay. You've uh, you've obviously never been uncomfortably hit on in, like, a packed bar or public transit or... Well, that's what I mean. A classroom. That's what I mean, at at least in that situation, in a a bar or in a bus, you hopefully won't see that person again, ever again. But if you're carpooling with them every day, it's a repeated process that... Unless you tell them not... To ride in your car anymore. Yeah. In which case, you don't see them again. But what if they work together, too? I would imagine that would be the only reason a 28-year-old female would carpool with a 50-year-old male. Mm. You know? They must work at the same place. Or going to the same place regularly. Going, yeah, going toward the same place anyway. So... There's potential for, like, other I don't know. Is the awkwardness... Is the awkwardness, like, not as... I, I don't I don't know. I think yeah. the awkwardness is worth just saying, Hey, you're skeeving me out. Yeah. You can't ride my car anymore. Here's here's an idea. Maybe concoct of maybe catfish him, but to convince him that you have a uh, fiance or boyfriend, like start wearing a engagement ring to the car and then talk about all the like violent fights that he always gets into. You know, he's like, oh, God, you know. No, 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 no. I can do one better. (laughs) Okay. Okay, So I think uh, you should just start, like, I don't know, talking to yourself Mm -hmm. and just make him think you're crazy. That's pretty good. Okay. So so then he has to. Or start wearing wigs. Oh, every day. Every day, different wig. (laughs) Or um, every day you. you try to eat another food while you're driving. 
<laughs> like, without well, kind, of, kind of in danger. Both no, of but it should be increasingly, increasingly smelly. messy and smelly. smelly. Like, yeah, make your car as smelly as possible. Day one, just trying to eat some, like, an entire bucket of fried chicken. Day two... It's like I, that guy who was behind me on the flight to San, or home from San Diego who just, like, opened up a can of sardines. Right, yeah. Day two, sardines can... And, like, offer him some... Straight-up cat food one Yeah, straight-up cat food. Want some? Um, maybe just, like, a nice ceviche. You know, to keep it classy for, like, Fridays or whatever, but... Uh, you know, just bring a bring a bottle of milk and tell him it's breast milk. <laughs> and be like, hey, I got this this morning. It's fresh. <laughs> and then he won't want to ride with you because you are the person who eats cat food, drinks breast milk... And wears wigs <laughs> a different wig every day. <laughs> All right. On that note. Yeah, I think I think that's that's gonna do it for us. Uh, thanks again to everybody for listening this week. Uh, really appreciate it. If you would head on over to iTunes or Stitcher, give us a little thumbs up and or a star rating. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Or you know, reach out to us on on Twitter. Thanks to everyone who who did that again. Or yeah. Yeah, send us a question once again at monologamous.tumblr.com or monologamous at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. I'm Bill. I'm Kimber. We're married and stuff. Because I don't know.